Oh my God, did you hear? The GNA is five years old. Damoc, did you hear? GNA is five years old. Microbrew, did you hear? GNA is five years old. Hey, hey, Shadow. Shadow, hey, Shadow. Shadow, did you hear? GNA is five years old. Hey, Cecil. Cecil, did you know? GNA is five years old. Hey, Blue. Blue, Blue, hey, hey, Blue. GNA is five years old, did you know? Salutations and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to take two. Yeah, I screwed the entrance up. You know, it's fine. I don't really give it two shits. Oh, <sighs> wait, isn't like take two a woman's kind of like health thing? I don't know. Someone Google that real quick. I thought take two was a gaming company. <laughs> it is. Oh, there yeah, we go. take two yeah, interactive. Yeah, it's gaming for pussies. All right. Wait, wait. gaming interactive, like. That kind of interactive, for those of you who aren't watching, which none of you are, did the whole circle, finger, and certain hand gesture that relates to sex. Now, sex, ladies and gentlemen, is this thing that they may or may not have taught you already. Wait, sorry. This is a GNA podcast. Games, nerds, and alcohol. We're not here to talk about sexual education. No, no, no. no. Continue, continue. Yeah, hold on, though. Hold on, though. This this fits in. (laughs) Take-Two owns the game that can teach you about sex. Rockstar. Hey. <laughs> they own Rockstar <laughs> and 2K games. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Learn all that you need from picking up hookers. It's a full circle here, folks. <laughs> uh, hey, at least it meshed. My advice to you is, gentlemen, wrap it up. Ladies, make them wrap it up. There you go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Women can wrap it up, too, now. Remember that. They could, or you'd also take it. I don't think that's the right terminology, though. All right, they can insert it. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Just saran wrap that shit. No penetration. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard some of the members of our wonderful cast tonight, because this isn't Blue Shark Solo Cup Episode 2. This is the GNA podcast, and we have a lovely cast tonight. We have Zyberblood back. Zyber, how you doing, sir? I just fucking woke up. Thank you, Starshine. Starshine is his wife that woke him up. He's a lazy piece of shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I, I woke up yesterday at 3 o'clock and was up until 2 o'clock today. <laughs> cry me a river i saw a discord message that said nap time at 9 50 a.m yeah it didn't happen i ended up having to go pay my loan and then uh, i came home and i got sucked into a game ah suckered <laughs> into some fun well we're glad you're awake and we're glad you're here and ladies and gentlemen back by Popular demand, maybe. I'm not sure. We jury's still out. Microbrew gamers. Well, I wouldn't exactly call me lovely. I've got a face for uh, radio and a voice for print. So, <laughs> I mean, 
That's stretching it with the lovely part, but I'm doing okay. You're going to do great in our book. Go ahead. Start singing Purple Rain. You got a voice for Prince? Go for it. No, I think he said print. Print. Yeah. And a voice for print. Okay, okay. So so he's going (laughs) to do You know the dying media? Once we get the GNA podcast biography book out, he's going to do great. He's going to be like the favorite character. I think we shouldn't jump the gun. We need to just go straight to audacity. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. We've got Vintage. How you doing, Vintage? I'm tolerating life right now to the yeah. greatest extreme. Yeah. Uh, you got a little more freedom, hopefully. You're not, you're not confined in your, in your home. You don't live in California, do you? No. I had a cramped desk, and I made it bigger. So that's about as much freedom as I'm going to get right now. Very nice, sir. Very nice. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm Blue Shark 45 and I'm your host. And... I realize that I don't stop running. I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I come home and I just I keep going and going and going. Well, you got some people stop say it's the ADD. Some people say it's the amphetamines. Eh, a little calm A, a little calm B. If you need yeah. to slow down a little bit and relax, we could always break one of your legs. Yeah. I, I like to stick to breaking joints, like fracturing my uh, my. Was it? Rotator cuff, radius, radial yeah, fracture. Got, I did a radius. radial fracture in my in my. You got your uh, radius and ulna. Yeah, I fractured that skateboarding, and then uh, playing kickball, being the pitcher, I had the ball come right back at me, and I uh, did a fracture of my left pinky. Got it. Joints, Ow, ankles. Let's break both of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, I'm, a, I'm a freaking klutz, folks. Uh, like they say, it's better to smoke a joint than break a joint can't say i never really i got two puffs out of it out of my experience with pot so i knew i know one thing was true when i went home i laid down in bed and i felt like i was sinking forever and that was just a wonderful feeling hey hey bunch of versions here nobody here has done stuff like that yeah yeah because the army doesn't do shit like that (laughs) i'm just come on i'm a grown man child come on i've watched uh cheech and chong and uh you know uh, Idle that, hands. That uh, movie or show, whatever, with uh, Kathy Bates. I can't remember the name of the show. Weeds? No, that's a different show. Yeah, <laughs> Same concept. Show. <laughs> I've seen that too. It's on Netflix, though. I know what you're talking about. Kathy Bates. Dying, dying, dead. No. I don't know. Someone Google that real quick while we get into what we're all drinking. Vintage. What are you drinking, sir? Uh, as absolutely no surprise to everyone and no one at all at the same time, I'm I, I picked a blue bottle of something local. Oh, never mind. What? I, I thought you were drinking. Well, blue I milk. for one am shocked. <laughs> yeah, uh, good old Licking Hole Creek Brewery. Nice little coconut quadruple ale, and I've had a few before this, so. It was it was definitely a mistake when I looked at the bottle and it did not say what I thought it said. This is eleven point two, and I read that as seven point two. So <laughs> we're in for a great time. Coconut ale. It's coconut quadruple ale. So very thick, very rich, as you'd expect from any tripel or quadruple. As you get into those heavier style of ales, but um, definitely very coconut forward. I like it a lot. 
All right, I, I would say that it tells you in the name. I mean, anything that would say double or quadruple or triple might have a little bit of a kick to it. Oh, I wanted a kick, but I just misread it. This is uh, what people that are intelligent call dyslexia. But that's not me tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, Listexic. You get merged with that? <laughs> Sometimes the numbers, they just blend together and create new numbers. <laughs> and come on, this one is a very seductive shit, looking one. It's it, One end of it is a little longer than the other. I full on thought that was a seven. <laughs> So, so you're not Peter Jackson, and and then uh, so my friend in high school wore a T-shirt that says it was scrambled and it says it's scrambled to say dyslexia sucks, and I I used to walk by him every time he wore the shirt and go yeah dyslexia does suck, and he's like I fucking hate you. <laughs> the show's called Disjointed. Disjointed. Okay, never. Yeah, never watched. Yes, that that's show. it. A uh, solid nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes quality content. Ah, 19%. Very nice, very nice. Uh, D, what are you partaking in this evening, sir? I'm being healthy. I'm drinking some juice. Bullshit. Unless that's Jamaican juice. Or gin and juice. No, it's not bullshit. It is juice. It's it's limeade, pineapple juice, and Bacardi Superior. I mixed it myself. Very nice. So that that's, that's almost... <laughs> so like I told the truth, it's juice! Guava. So, so here's what you want. You want passion fruit juice for color, and you want uh, you want a dark rum, you want a silver rum, and you want a guava berry rum. Uh, I forget the that name. That sounds tasty. It is. It's called juice. Um, what can you the... spell it? That sounds like it's got some weird spelling. <laughs> Guava berry? It's, uh, no, the name of the, the drink. G, not a juice. J. Ah, see, that's yeah. the little kicker. Thank you, Zyber. Yeah, so I have juice. no fucking clue. I'm yeah. just throwing shit out there. Yeah, you want it, you want it, and you want it mixed by an islander because uh, they do that shit right. <laughs> really, really good stuff. I did at a buddy. So are you thing. encouraging me to go steal an islander and bring him back? I mean, whoa, <laughs> really? Just you know. You never know. Let's revisit this question in about a year and a half. <laughs> they may be here. Some of them huh. do come to this country. Uh, and uh, Zyra Blood, what are you partaking in this evening, my good sir? Uh, well, I am drinking a vanilla porter by uh, Beckenridge Brewery in Colorado. I never had it before. When I went to uh, the store today to pick up something that I was supposed to cook dinner today, but obviously I didn't because I just woke up a little while ago. I, I got a sixer of the rando bottles they have on the side, and this is one of them, and it's it's water. I, I can't drink porters anymore because they're going to be a little dangerous uh, because they taste like water to me. Like flavored water, they're so easy to drink. Porters, stouts, IPAs have ruined me in that way. Because <laughs> IPAs, they have some nails to them. Porters are just smooth, silky things that slide down my gullet like well lubed dick. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, 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 no. We don't judge people. There is no judgment. There is no judgment. It was the casual roll off the tongue. You are a very beautiful, bald man How about that this? enjoys things. And it's exactly. Allowed. How about this? It slides down your throat <laughs> like a Denny's Grand Slam. Now that that's something we like... all can get behind. We've got a sexy <laughs> Uncle Fester right here, boy. Exactly, yes, motherfucker. I'm island of motherfucking Festa. But yeah, like the the vanilla uh, notes are on point. I taste a little uh, charred wood with it, but it's smooth as fuck. And to me, a 5.4 is an all-day drinker, so I could definitely drink this all day. But I will be pissing all day also. I just sprung a really cool idea for GNA. What? A lot of us have got to go, like, you know, we had that um, that one get-together. The next get-together, we need to do, like, a little road trip, like a little hitting all the microbreweries, like the small breweries. We need to pick, like, a, a path and hit a whole bunch of those. I'm surprised you guys didn't do that the first time. Um, I think we were all too drunk to find a driver to do shit like that. Uber. Or taxi. Yeah, whichever one. Oh, true. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting into, well, what I was drinking. Um, I was drinking out of this fine crystal glass you see before you uh, some... Mount Gay Rum, 15-year-old, or was it 12? 15 sounds about right. Yeah, let's go with that. Plus or minus three, people. So um, I was drinking that. I had it with some ice. Uh, very good. Very tasty. Uh, smooth. I've heard the 20s the better. I've never had the 20. I've only had the 15-year. Um and it's uh it's a very good rum. I've mixed it before with some juice, uh passion fruit juice. It's my favorite to mix it with. Um my fiance had it with some cherry coke. She liked it. I tried a little bit of it. It's good. Uh eh, I feel like the coke kind of kills it, but it's a dark rum. Well, not a dark rum. It's an aged rum. And it's a uh, very good, very smooth. Um I recommend it. It's about $40 and uh I'm going to let Zyber make his point while I go off and run no, no, no. downstairs. You, you need to be here for this. Oh, I can't. Because I, no, I was going to get another beer. I was going to get a beer. Hold on, hold on. I need to it's refill. about what you're drinking, dude. Oh, okay. Now, that, that dark rum, is it actually, like, cask darkened or is it colored? Artificially colored? Because some I misspoke. Rums... I don't think okay. it's a, technically a dark rum. I think it's an aged rum so all right it's yeah. a mature they describe it as a up. matured rum crystal it's a glasses matured. and all because kraken's dark rum right yeah it's died it is fucking died to hell what about uh pompeo anniversary with that i've that? never had pompeo never even heard of it i've had it get it if it's in a leather bag you've bought the right one it's delicious i don't know if it's a dark rum but i it has to be besides the authentic cuban rum that came from cuba this is the it is the closest muy delicioso rum that i've ever had in my life 
Mario, Wait, Delicioso. So, how would you compare it to Methuselah? I've not had Methuselah. I keep Ooh. trying to find it. So, every time I've gone to the liquor store, <clears throat> I've looked for Methuselah. I think I found it at Total Wine. But I was buying something else, so I didn't buy it. Um, I think the 15 year, though, is a good jumping off point. I think it's okay. $30, $35, extremely smooth. I'm still trying to find where the hell Cecil found like a 25 or 30 year bottle. Internet. Yeah, I, I, I'll have but to you... start looking. <laughs> Again. But I think you live in a state where that's uh, a problem. Come on, it's Cecil. Fair enough, but no, um, yeah, in my state, you can still order it online, just it doesn't matter COVID or not, you have to sign for it at the door. Okay. Yeah. Well, screw that, I'd sign Yeah, door. I've ordered Metallica's whiskey, I've ordered some specialty stuff from Virginia distilleries, like- Wait, 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 Metallica, Metallica? has whiskey? Yes, it's I actually thought... really good. Somebody send me some! You can find it, they just got, they just did their hundredth batch. Is it, is I can't it find shit here. I'm in Massachusetts. They don't have any of the good shit. <laughs> no, it, it's really good. So it's um, it's a blend of straight straight bourbons, and then um, what's really cool about it is it wouldn't be a Metallica or special or anything if they didn't do something unique. They partnered up with like a Harvard PhD guy who did his entire thesis on the effects of sound waves on whiskey distillation. So every batch has a playlist that's blasted at the barrels for the duration of the aging process. And then they post on Spotify and Apple Music the exact playlist that they aged it to, so you know based on your batch what to listen to with it. Did they at least name one of them Creeping Death? So that's the thing. The whiskey's called Blackened. Blackened, like their song Blackened. Yes, and they use, uh, they finish it in blackened, uh, is it sherry casks, I think? I'll have to go grab the bottle, because that thing goes down way too well. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Blackened was also off the Injustice for All album, Correct, right? yeah, opening song, if I remember correctly. You get that kind of sweet, harmonic intro, and then everything hits the fan. <laughs> Great right. song. Now, now, what about those, like, light acoustic uh, <clears throat> solos? <laughs> I want to have a batch hey, played at uh, Sanitarium. <laughs> yeah! Hey, Zyber, I don't know how into Metallica you are, but acoustic solos from Metallica are something special. Even the oh, mellow stuff is special. Oh, Come yeah. on. Dude, I, still say, I was listening to Metallica before you were a nut staying in your mama's drawers. True, true. Good we to were. know. Good to know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes, no matter how successful you are, you will always be that guy who got kicked out of Metallica. And then started your own band called Megadeth and fucking killed it. And yeah. no matter how successful you are, you'll still... Some, he's, he's a guy who's like, I'm still the guy who got kicked out of Metallica. Well... He still complains from time to time, too. Better than died in Metallica. I mean, he's great. Poor Cliff Burton. Yeah, poor Cliff. The guy that died, yeah. He was he was an amazing musician. But, uh, yeah. Ironic death. Dave Mustaine is still bitching to this day about it. <laughs> Getting kicked yep. out. That's right. He's got all this money and all this success. 
and he still feels like the guy who got kicked out of Metallica. I think the last time he got big public attention for it was when uh, was when Hetfield checked himself into rehab during the Saint Anger uh, recordings. And he's like, they never asked me to do that. I could have still been in the band if they asked me to go to rehab. Though the uh, the last time he was on the news, he actually, uh, Dave Mustaine was diagnosed with throat cancer. Yes, I'm saying in regards to complaining. Oh, I'm sorry. It's amazing. He made like, what, four and a half month recovery? Yes, a four and a half month recovery on throat cancer. This man is a living legend. Still haven't seen him. I still have the first email my father ever sent to me when I had got my first email ever on AOL. <laughs> it literally was one sentence. The next time Megadeth is in town, I'm taking you to the show. We're now like nice. eight, ten years later, and they kind of haven't come to town. <laughs> I really think that Dave Mustaine needs to stop bitching because Megadeth's an awesome fucking band. It is, but that's but you see, it's his mentality. He's like, I'm the guy who got kicked out of Metallica. That's what he focuses on. He just focuses on his failures instead of his outstanding success. And if anything, that fucking, just uh, drives quality. Fucking music there. <laughs> yeah, who is the? I forget. There was the guy who he wore. So so. Ah, uh, what's his name? There was a man who voiced Darth Vader, and his name evades me right now. And uh, was, uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones is the one that was the voice of Darth yes. Vader. Yes. Yes. So James Earl Jones. Not the, the guy in the costume. Guy. Yeah, the guy in the costume got very bitter when he found out his voice wasn't going to be used, and he used to act out other plays. Like he would use the lines of other plays to throw the actors off. Like he did that during um, A New Hope. Like he would go like like Leia would say something to Vader and Vader and the actual recorded scene would be taught we'd be like citing lines from Macbeth or some shit like that. <laughs> and she All just right, has to remember ultimate. That's lines. an ultimate move. <laughs> His name Fuck was you David guy. Prowse. David there Prowse. Go. There was actually three actors that played Darth Vader. James Earl Jones the voice, mm. David Prowse, and I'm trying to remember the third guy. He was the one when they took the helmet off was the old, you know, scarred yeah, you know, yeah, undying yeah, yeah. Darth. Let me Google that. All right. So while you're Googling that, let's get into some... Sebastian Shaw. I got it. Sebastian Shaw. There we go. Let's get into our state of games. So state of games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the week or we pontificate on where we view the current state of games are. So let's go ahead and get started with uh, you, D. What is your state of games? Uh, State of Games has been pretty pleasant. I've been actually mostly playing um, Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Uh, I've been replaying Final Fantasy VI on my Game Boy Advance when I go to bed at night. And on the Switch, I've been playing a lot of Terraria with my uh, son. He loves it. He's uh, five years old and he's getting really good at games. (laughs) But um, I'd actually like to pontificate a little bit about State of Games. Now, I like physical media because I'm a collector. But I've also been a fan of digital because I, I, I think it's very convenient, and um, I think it's good for the environment because it gets rid of a lot of the uh, you know the trash. However, that's what I did think. Now I'm actually walking back and I'm thinking digital is a mistake for a very big reason. People have actually been losing because you don't actually own the game; you only kind of license it. And uh, especially with Sony's thing, is people are losing games like it's disappearing out of their accounts along with their purchase history. So they spent money to Sony, and now all of a sudden their games are gone, their purchase history is gone, 
And they're like, what's up, dude? And they're like, we can't do anything. You, it just shows you never bought that. So I'm kind of like, digital's getting a little too dangerous now that uh, they're having issues. Sony's not the only one. It's just the biggest one in the news. So I just wanted to say that I'm disappointed with how digital is going in that respect. Sorry. I agree with that 100%. I've always agreed with that, especially after an incident with fucking uh, Apple, which I will never use Apple again because of it. Um, when they give you that lovely thing of when you get a new Apple device of entering in your password for your account and it tells you to make a new password. You make that new password and all your shit's gone. That sounds like a bug. The issue I had with bugs with Apple is that bit. every time I updated iTunes, I lose a portion of my music that I could never get back. Yep. It happened to me every fucking update. Mm. I hated it. I just That's never bought much on iTunes. Really? Hmm. No, my me and my dad were hardcore CD collectors until literally about four years ago. We've got over 25,000 songs that we spent an entire week burning into uh, the computer, which was great. I also collect some of the uh, hard-to-get. Like I actually have some uh, German music CDs, like uh, In Extremo, uh, Subway to Sally. I've got... Um, Oh, uh, Silky Bischoff, which does a really good, you know, golf song. I got some good shit. I got some good CDs in there. Along with my Metallica, my Megadeth, White Zombie, and all that good shit. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I am not big into German music, except for that one song, 100 Red Balloons. I'm also a big fan of, like, some folk music, like Fawn is another good band I recommend as well. Zybrick and, yeah, <laughs> I've been showing Zyber a lot of the stuff through the years whenever I come back. Well, Vintage, what's your state of games? Uh, the state of games is good at the moment. Thank you for asking, Blue. <laughs> uh, playing a lot of Call of Duty as I have time. Uh, life's been very busy lately, so here and there as I can. Mostly having fun with it, not really trying to care too much. That that definitely helps in this atmosphere. Um, I've been getting back into Payday 2. Um that's an old one and they just got an update like a little while back so starting starting from scratch with that which has been a lot of fun actually uh they have a nice little john wick character dlc and all he does when he puts his mask on is he just very slowly puts on glasses and i'm like that is what i want in a video game <laughs> no shame in retro we're big retro fans over here uh, to call Payday 2 Retro, that's an interesting thing to say. Yeah, because you're the first person I've ever heard to actually have a positive opinion about Retro, or, uh, sorry, Payday. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I played it a ton when it first came out. I actually got, was completely obsessed with it for a while. And then about, like, eight or nine months in, I stopped playing only after... Um, I got into a lobby with some people, and then after the game, you know how on older calculators that only have one line of what they can present, how when you go past a certain number, it's like 6E24, that's yeah, what my like balances started looking like. My offshore account, my bank balance in the game, like... <laughs> That's just that's just poor coding. <laughs> it wouldn't tell me how much I had. It was just an exponentially high amount. 
And at that point, the game became no fun, and I stopped until a bunch of people got it because it went on sale like two weeks ago. There was probably a limit to how many characters they could have in that field, and that's why I did that. Yeah, but that's interesting. You just never see that. Too much money. Yeah. Sorry. I, I've, I, I code here and there, so I kind of know. Oh, no, I, I understand. A little if-or statement. Does that sound about right? Sorry. Yeah. No, it's more, it's more like a limit to how many characters. Yeah. Like you can only have so many in the field if you like limit how many. Well, yeah, but it would be like that. an if-and statement of if value exceeds blank, produce it as this, basically. Oh, yeah, then you do a function, yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I was... <laughs> I've been drinking, so I'm a little like this way. And yeah, like I don't, that. I don't blame you. I just was like, hold on, I'm not that smart, but I'm smart enough to know that. <laughs> um, also don't got let me back. Lie to you. In... I'm not smart either. <laughs> I also got back into Dying Light again, which uh, they're getting ready for their final DLC before uh, Dying Light Two. So that's been pretty fun. They just did a community event where uh, they increased hand-to-hand combat damage so to one punch and slide kick and all these other things to zombies is just one hell of a good time nice all right zyber what's your state of games no no i'm just kidding bullshit motherfucker you at least played a game today so <laughs> napping yeah. yep I've been playing nothing but Assassin's Creed for the last two weeks, uh, Odyssey. And I'm at a point right now where I'm getting into, like, nonstop cinematics. And it's like, okay, I'm I'm usually playing it a little bit before work. And then I get strung into this, like, really, really long uh, cinematic to where my shower becomes, you know pit sack and ass crack kind of shower. <laughs> D? Zyber, um, are you looking forward to the new Assassin's Creed with the uh, whole Viking thing? Oh, Valhalla? Valhalla, yeah. Um, I'm sort of looking forward to it. The combat system in it is a little weird. Um, it's going to be something I'll have to like actually play before I have a true opinion. So... I'm kind of excited. I've uh, liked the franchise so far, and um, from what they were saying at the uh, Ubi fucking thing that they did, the first look or whatever it is. Ubi Forward. Yeah, Ubi Forward. Not to be confused with Ubi Ball. Um, but yeah, I I I'm kind of excited for it, but. Odyssey is a fucking great game, but it's also kind of a nightmare <laughs> because, like, if I can get through some of the, like, quests and I get on a roll, it's, like, time-losing kind of thing. And then I look up, like, oh, fuck, I got to go to work. I'm not done with this. <laughs> it's 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 nice. I'm enjoying it. Um, I would say I'm about... A little over halfway through the game now. Probably closer to three quarters of the way through. And I'm trying to thin it out now. Just like I did with Origins. I I hammered through it too quick. And I don't want it to burn out. 
Well, that answers my questions on whether or not you played Origins. I'm still working my way through that one. Um, but yet, my standing games does not include Origins. I played... Uh... Oh yeah, Blue, your shitty games. What are you playing? Now, what did I play? Shit. It's just poof. The skin flute! It left me. I, I'm, I'm drowning here right now as I'm trying to remember what I played on Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Wednesday. I saw some Go activity. Yes, I did play some Pokemon Go. I saw that you invited me to a raid, which, which I had known about, um, but I was playing at work, so I missed that. Um, I think I had it like active, and then someone came by, and I put my phone down, and I was like answering a question about something, and then I next time I looked at it, I was like, oh, I have a notification. Join everyone raid. Click. Yeah, I know that's an hour ago. Shit. Yeah, of course I missed it. Oh, well. Yeah, I was just winging it because I saw a raid actually close by, and I was close enough to it to use one of my mobile fucking raid pass things. You mean remote (laughs) raid? Or... No, no. I was close enough to it to use my mobile... The... the, um, raid pass thing where you don't have to actually be at the gym you just need to be close to it i think it's remote raid is what it's called yeah all right remote raid whatever i had one of those and i was like okay and i was like oh fuck this is a five star <laughs> i need some help <laughs> yes sorry about that um do i need a remote raid pass if i join you uh you shouldn't okay cool i will try to be more diligent next time um, no, that's cool. So, I did play a little bit of that. I'm trying to remember the video game I actually played this weekend. Ah! Monster Hunter World. So I got back into that, and I played that for a little bit. Um, once again, the game interests me, but also annoys me with the way it makes me travel around to talk to different people. And it's just like, ah, oh, my God, make more sense. And then, like, I hate, like, when I go into the world sometimes to try to, like, find, like, prints. Like, I'm still very early in the game, folks. I bought it, and it died out for me because you need friends to play. And a lot of my friends were, like, switched to another game or I got busy with stuff. I think I think I know what it was. I think I got it, and then I was studying for my PE exam, and by the time I started it, getting back into it after the exam everyone had kind of started moving on so i played that for a little bit still trying to grind that stuff out and then you know life as normal for yeah 45 got busy uh one thing real quick uh monster hunter world burned out real real quick for me i got maybe two or three hours into the game and i was like all right i'm good i'm done i haven't been back since (laughs) I want to go back because of the story. That's how I am. Like, I finished Jet... I started Jet Force Gemini like a year after it came out because that's when I got my N64. I finished the game my junior year of college because I finally went back and finished it. I still have not finished Metroid Prime on the GameCube, Metroid Prime 2 on the GameCube, 
I got stuck somewhere in Metroid Prime, and I was just like, oh, my God. And then Metroid Prime 2 came out, and I was like, oh, really cool. want to play that. So I bought it, played it, and never finished it. So I love the Metroid games. Absolutely love them. But I kind of have a sour spot uh, uh, for them when they go first-person shooter kind of thing. They're really, really fucking wonky. I prefer the 2D. I mean, I prefer the old school style. I'm sorry. Yeah, I prefer side, side kind of side scroller. Yeah. Never, I never played those. But I will attest to this. I watched the story back. I think it was a few years ago. Before I think it was a couple of years before I came on this show. I'd watched the story for Metroid Prime on GameCube finished watching that did the second one and then the third one i was like disappointed with did not like how they went with that i feel like that and i and then, i don't know if there was a fourth one or after there was one after that but i feel like yeah because it came out on the wii and it was like oh yeah and you can use the wii controller and all this stuff to grapple and so, uh, yeah other then, m other m yes. was fucking difficult they made her, in my opinion, seem so pathetic and weak. Samus, I ran before I knew she was a girl, when I was a little boy, to when I found out she's badass. She is a badass. And in the other M game, they made her... Sl- they made her off to be this green rookie. I hated it. I hated it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, she's supposed yeah, to be she this... she on the lowest rung of the bounty hunters. Yeah, she's like, she's supposed to be this badass, pirate-killing motherfucker. And they made her that. And I'm like, no. I don't like that. I don't like that in that character. Like, that's so... Like, it's like... Tomb Raider the game when they rebooted the series back in 2013 14 somewhere around there when the xbox one came out i think it was they started her off as this weak girl who was fresh out of college and that made sense because it was like kind of like her origin story like all right following the stuff in her dad's journal yes and by the end of that game, she was this powerful girl. No, she wasn't a girl. She was a woman at that point. She was this powerful woman who kicked ass. And then in the second one, I feel like they kind of like, she had like, kind of like, it made her very human. It was like flashbacks, post-traumatic stress kind of stuff. But Samus Iran and Other M, I was just like, nope, don't like it. Nope. But I'm rambling anyway, so I don't want to get too. Thanks far everybody into... for coming to the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's let's get into uh, some news here. So, uh, so you Ubisoft had their Ubisoft Forward, and, we, and, and uh, we sorry, I talked about that last week uh, briefly. Uh, still sour on the fact that Splinter Cell hasn't come out. I've been waiting all these years, and well, they put them they put them on a damn mobile game. 
Yeah. Um, Embarrassing. I'm sour. I am absolutely fucking sour uh, about Skull and Bones being revamped to match uh, Fortnite combat. Oh, really? I thought that yeah. was supposed to be this whole, like, pirate. Exactly. Sad. Their PvP is going to match uh, the whole, what is it called? Um, fucking. Battle oh, Royale? I can't think. Yeah, Battle Royale battle system. Hmm. No. No, thank you. Oh, well. Well, hopefully. I know I know some of you got to see it and some of you didn't. I watched the Xbox showcase because whether all right, so so you need to understand this. I love stories. I love them. That's why I, I don't, love Cecil. I yeah, I I love the stories that Cecil has to share. Like I love a good story. I could hate a game series. Like what was it? Assassin's Creed Unity. Horrible gameplay. Buggy is all shit. Um, and I talked about this in the last episode. But it was a good story. I couldn't agree you... more. So the Halo series, after 343 took over, whether you like it or not, whether you hated the hole between Halo 4 and Halo 5 because of the comic fills it in, or because of the fact that in Halo 5 they brought in other people that you played as besides the Master Chief. Like, uh, what, was, uh, what was his group called? I can't even remember his name off the top of my head. I've got the game behind me. I could grab it in the booklet. Let's do that. And this group of sounds is brought to you clearly by Blue. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to... Where is it? I swear to God. And the letter W. No. Wow, and he yells at us for not using mute. Yeah, seriously. This week's podcast is brought to you by the letter B, and then the letter L, then the letter and U. The letter a. <laughs> what? Okay, so I, I can't find my hard copies of my gaming disc right now. I don't know why they're not in those drawers. And they're not on this bookcase over here. So there's somewhere, yay, moving. But anyway, so, um, oh, Osiris, Team Os, Team Fire Team Osiris. So yeah, you follow this other guy, Locked, and Fire Team Osiris outside Lock, of Lock, no D. Lock, sorry. But yeah, so whether or not you hated that fact, it does not matter. I want to see the conclusion of this. They brought back the Halo ring. We're still hunting down a Cortana. Apparently, there's been covenant who've been abandoned on there so i'm really interested in it and i know when they showed like how it was gonna look on the new xbox series x engine they had this guy um who finds master chief floating in space excuse me and so i don't know how he's gonna play a role i don't know if <sighs> So they did this whole Halo podcast thing to show this whole insurrection thing and the evil of Oni, and it's it was it was a bunch of gas lamp gaslighting 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 yeah 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 it's a whole movie that's this whole political thing. it's this whole idea where you know something's real you know something's real and then someone just goes no that's not real 
And it's this guy who kept turning down the gas lamps in this house and making his wife go crazy. But anyway, so there, you know, it was a whole series on gaslighting. And then I felt like they really didn't go into it in Halo 5. I thought they were really going to tie into it. And they didn't. And I'm just like, okay, fuck. Why? Why the fuck are they doing this? But, you know, whatever. So this new guy, I have a feeling he's going to be acting as your Cortana. You're the voice in your head uh, kind of guy. But it's coming out. Halo Infinite. They kind of showed a little bit of it. I One of the things that I loved about 343 is the fact that they made the guns sound more like guns. They did that in ODST. And they, they continued on with that. So it really sounds like you're firing a you know an automatic rifle or some machine gun or a handgun. It has it has that good kinetic, you know, sound. So like a lot of games, they're adding a open world element. So there's like a free to explore a halo ring, which is cool, if you ask me, you know. Get to see more of a world. So I'm looking forward to seeing the end of it with this Halo Infinite, which comes out holiday 2020. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, concerns. Well, um, it's Halo, so you're going to have the fanboys all over it. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm probably not going to get it until it's on a discount. It um, is. Let alone I'm probably not going to get a um new Xbox until it's on a severe discount <laughs> but I'm interested to play it I did see the uh first bit of the opener for that uh Xbox demo um it's interesting it's definitely interesting the way that they went about it I do like the uh, gauntlet blade and the uh, grappler. That that seems like a really nice add-on. I'm more excited to see the ha- uh, the fable. That yes, I figured you two would be, but Game Pass. <laughs> oh yes, Game the Pass. Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. That that's that's something interesting also. The two-tier uh, Game Pass system. Yeah, so so Game Pass for the Xbox, Game Pass Ultimate is like PC and console. But if you got Game Pass, you can play this on day one. So your discount, if you've never had a Game Pass account before, this could be a $1 game for you for 30 days. Or 30 days know, is enough days to uh beat a game yeah especially a halo game i mean the campaign can't be that long i mean i don't know i know they're adding this whole open world exploration method to it but i mean outside of the player versus player stuff you can grind through that relatively quickly i have feeling this is going to be a 20 hour game yeah and and they're doing that with uh destiny 2 all content for destiny 2 on game pass there you go which is very nice. Um, so then they came out with that first. That was their bam. Here you go. We're not going to make you wait till the end. 
Halo. We've been talking about Halo on Twitter, so here we go. And then they did their world premieres. So their world premieres, uh, they had as... Stated- uh, State of Decay 3 looks amazing. Yes. So they, 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 I th- yeah, I think that was actually the second one. So State of Decay 3. And it was, you couldn't, you could tell it was State of Decay. I mean, I got that because she was like sitting there and she's like sharpening a knife and then she hears an, or not a knife, an arrow stick into an arrowhead or an arrow, excuse me. And then you hear, which I'm not going to lie to you, you really need a better arrowhead if you're hunting those are target arrows those those aren't the best for killing um but we're not going to get into that because that's a different podcast but yeah so they got into this thing and so she like screams and everything and then it was a at the end of it she comes across the wolf that was howling that she screamed in the middle of the night to scare off and oh, Zyra's got the crossbow. Nice, very nice. So have you have you actually gone hunting with that? Uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, I I've only had this thing for like four or five months. Very nice. So so what are you planning on hunting with that? People. <laughs> Um, no, not people. Uh, turkeys, uh, deer, because it has enough power to drop a fucking deer. Very nice. Um, I might go bear hunting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't recommend that one. Okay, so, so I got a guy that I used to work with who loved hunting. He would, he had it like on his calendar, the times that he was not going to be available and he would go he would do everything he would do he would do rifle hunting he would do black powder rifle hunting he would he had that season run down and he had bow hunting on there and he says there's nothing more satisfying than taking down a big animal with a bow he says that's the real challenge see those look like target arrowheads you don't have any of the bladed heads uh, I do not have any uh, target or bladed heads yet. These are small game heads. Okay. But you're going to go after that turkey, man. You're going to need a lot of... You're going to need camo. Those motherfuckers can see. Dude, here, they nest in the fucking road in the fall, and you can hit them. Yeah. You don't but- know they're there because they look like fucking trash bags. Then you're like, oh shit, that's a bunch of turkeys. Been there, done that. Yeah, Tent but you, on the fender, fuck. You can't hunt turkeys in the community, can you? They're not going to let you do that, are they? Um, it is not against city ordinance to fire a crossbow. But is it against a city or state ordinance to kill a game animal? Um, if it's on your property, they can't say anything. Oh, all right. There you go. Well, so CDK3 is coming out. Um, Let's see. What do they got on that? See, on the hunting end, I firmly believe if it's on your property, you don't have to report it as a kill. That's true. 
Eat the it evidence. was threatening me. It was coming right at me. I had to do it. Yeah. It's threatening you. Pheasants are All right, tasty. So getting back in getting back into this. So they did uh, a Dusk Falls, which is an original interactive drama. Uh from Interior Slash Nights. Uh, it's headed blah blah blah. It's a multi-generational story set in an American Southwest about resilience, sacrifice, now the mistakes of older generations transmit to the younger. Two families trapped in a hostage situation. It's um Sounds like they tried to cram too many different uh themes into one game. It's kinda like a telltale like game. Um, yeah. Eh. Then there's Is that the one about the brother and sister? Uh no. I can't it's remember not... the name of that one. That one looked good. At first I thought it was gonna be like uh, Life is Strange uh three. But it's not. Um there which one was that? Da 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 Not grounded. Medi no, it's not medium. Not psychonauts. Tell me why. Yes. Life uh so it's the studio created Life is Strange. It made Yep, happen. that's why it looked so reminiscent. Yeah. So so that's the one that's the one that they're making on there. Um they also came up with Stalker Two. Um which I don't know much too much about Stalker, but it seems like a uh a fear like game. That's what yeah. it seems like. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. Um, and then, ooh, Fantasy Star 2 Online New Genesis, which New Genesis, wasn't that kind of... I thought that was the name of the one that they came out with in the U.S. I Did, can't remember. But my, my gripe with uh, the announcement of that and the fucking uh, people in forums spewing their fucking hate are calling this game in some circles a trash version of monster monster hunter world and uh zero dawn horizon zero dawn they're calling it a trash version of that and they don't realize fantasy star has been around for decades longer than some of these people have been in existence so, any any reminiscent uh, likeness is because Fantasy Star started the bar, and they inspired those games to be. Yep. That's one thing that I hate when people call a game that's been a franchise for longer than a game they like, and they call it a trash version of that game. <laughs> really? Yeah. Come on. It's the internet. <laughs> it, it really oh, is. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But, like, people are, are just fucking retarded in that aspect. I don't care about PC culture. I'll use whatever fucking words I want. First Amendment. <laughs> it's very true. So, uh, yeah, I, I wish that these people would get the, the knowledge before they speak on like what came first yeah yeah. i mean that's 
It's a reboot of the series, really, is what it is. Right, right. But um, I remember playing Fantasy Star on the fucking Genesis. And every innovation of the franchise thereon through. The first Fantasy Star on the uh, Master System, or did you start with like the ones on the Genesis? Actually, no, the uh, Master System. I almost forgot about those. Thank you. Yeah, because 2, 3, and 4 were on the Genesis. The right, first right. one was on the... Yeah. So did you see that? The announcement for Fantasy Star 2 Online? Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis? Yes, uh, yes, I saw that. What about you, uh, D? Did you get a chance to see that? I didn't get to watch it, but I did see like there was an announcement about it. Okay. Like, thinking back to the older games and this innovation in the games, I can really see where the uh, games like God Eater and uh, Monster Hunter and all these games got their inspiration. They're very, very similar. But you got to remember, these games came first. So who's ripping off who? Yep. That's right. Fantasy um, Star was a fun game to play online. I still got yeah, it. Was. just showing off on the uh, video. I still got my Dreamcast. There is another game. A bunch of freaking spiders. Ah, what was it? Trying to think about it, but can't figure it but the, so it was really funny because they were like they shouted out like cyber they're like they, they they're like if you th- oh yes you- yes yes i <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about the one with the little kids and their shrink yeah it's like fight if you're looking, insects and shit if you're looking for the biggest it's not game that game <laughs> coming out <laughs> cyberpunk 2077 this is not it and it's you know it's their plan on the fact that they're just a bunch of small kids and they're fighting giant. Uh, okay, here we go. Grounded. Get ready to take part in your development of your next favorite game. Grounded, a co-op survival adventure game with a narrative-led hook, is ready to bring the backyard to you. Combining elements of the RPG world with the best elements of the survival game, you and up to three other players will explore the backyard from the perspective of an ant to a piece together how to return back to a normal sized life yeah one aspect of that game that i really enjoy is you can decoy your friends oh, and it's yeah. not griefing uh it's gonna be griefing but it's uh it's made by obsidian um and they also came out with another game. hold on hold on it's not griefing if it's actually a part of the game ah <sighs> I still think it causes people grief, so I call it griefing. Uh, they also Obsidian Entertainment is also coming out with a, its next epic first-person RPG set into a fantasy world of Eora called Avowed, which seems like an interesting game. It's, um, I think it's like you're trying to take on someone's mantle that left something for you, and you know it's kind of like a fantasy medieval world high medieval world 
something like that. They talked about Tetris, uh, Crossfire, legendary PC franchise comes to the console and a fast-paced first-person shooter. Are they talking about Crossfire, like that old-ass freaking board game that was on the like uh, 80s slash early 90s commercials? Like, Crossfire! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun, dude. You had those, no. like, metal balls. I never, yeah, I never Crossfire got to play it. X is what this one's called. This is a, it's a first-person shooter offering a variety of exhilarating multiplayer experiences and cinematic campaign that explores the global conflict between the world's two most formidable pro- private military factions. So, they got that. They talked about Destiny Everwild, uh, which is kind of like, uh, it's a rare game. It seemed kind of like a, uh, oh, what was that? Ori something game? Are you talking about Ori in the Blind Forest? Yeah, it, it seemed uh, Willow like... And the Wisp. Yeah, it seemed kind of like the that. Uh, 4K uh, innovation that they did. Yeah, it seemed kind of like no, no, no. Well, Everwild seemed kind of like that, like one of those types of game. Very natural. I don't know. There, there may not be so much battling and stuff to it, but it's like you got to speak to the trees and things. So they got that. And then they have fucking Lorax. Speak yeah. to the trees. <laughs> Then they got another. They got like kind of like a spooky, dark mystery game called The Medium, and it looks like you have to deal with two different worlds, two different realms: the, the your realm and the nightmare dream kind of realm. Um, Outer Worlds: Peril on Gorgon, um, another Obsidian game, Psychonauts Two. Uh, we talked about Tell Me Why a little bit. Um, Tetris, not really interesting. Forza, of course, came. And then what I think got a lot of attention and had very little about it was Fable. So, what was it? Fable, did they go to Fable 2 or did they go to Fable 3 on the 360? Do we remember? I feel like they went to two. Or might have been three. I think one and two were on original. I think one and two were were on the original. Yep. And then three was on three three sixty. The three sixty. I miss those games. In stereo. I think they had a uh, what was it, legendary release or something like that for all three games on the three sixty. The port over that they did for uh, Xbox Live. I honestly don't even remember at this point. <clears throat> well, they're coming back out with Fable. Um, um, so it's the beginning of a new legendary franchise from Playground Games. Uh, it's developed for the Series X and Windows 10 and Xbox Game Pass. So they're coming back I out. thought it was the final segment to the franchise. Uh... I mean, maybe it is, but they're just calling it Fable. Was it that, or was it a reimagining of the series? They really didn't give too much detail about it. Yeah, no, it leaves a lot to kind of, like, sit there and kind of... Or was it Play... Who originally made Fable? Was that Playground? I know it was a Microsoft Games, like, back when they had their own 
com- brand that developed games. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's this time. Excuse me. So this time it's playground games. Yeah, the original, it was three developers for the original. Lionhead Studios, Big Blue Box Studios, and RoboSoft Technologies, all in cooperation with Microsoft Xbox Game Studios. So my guess is reimagining then. That's what it looks like. It's not called Fable 4, so I think it's a reimagining. Because I know the uh, original Fable, he promised a lot, thought he was going to do a lot, and couldn't really pull it off with the technology. So this might be a complete reimagining. Yep. Rumors so, say it's going to be an MMO set in the Fable universe, Fable universe, according to Games Radar. Okay. Well, they yeah, yeah they, they just show kind of like an intro, like it's just a trailer. There really wasn't much to it. So they showed that. Yeah. At this point, it's like a drip of piss in a pond. That's right, and and they've got other games that they're like they're doing some optimization for. Uh, but they're supposed to release more um, in the future. They're going to talk more about some of this. They, uh, but that's that's the Xbox showcase in a nutshell. Um, uh, you know what? We're 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 running long in the tooth here. So uh, D, you had something about. <sighs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. Little green men. Yes, yes, they've been making me cookies. God damn it! Now I'm wrong. Little green men. Wait, wait, wait. I thought it was uh, little purple men. Little psychotic purple men. Whatever. You, you shut your whore mouth, Zyber. No more about the purple Smurfs. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I was here no, for the original a... conversation, and I'm still confused. <laughs> purple Smurfs can't breathe. It's it, it, it. This goes a long way back in our history. See, uh, yeah, Zyber, myself, Cecil, we all grew up together. So this goes back way back. It's a long running joke, <laughs> but a, a long running hallucination. Yes, yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, I've been really excited because it's like you know, I, I I like space news. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but now this is hitting in conspiracy theory realms. This is like proving some of them right. So I'm like, what the? So a lot of major news uh, uh, outlets are covering this. I mean, we're, we're talking about New York Times, Fox News, you know, Popular Mechanics, and a bunch of others. I mean, a slew of others. The Pentagon is going to be releasing more. They, they made an announcement. They're going to release more information about, like, say, what they've been hiding about UFOs and all that stuff because they've had that program which studies it. Uh, is there is it a threat to us? Is it not? Is it some other country? Well, in in, in the news story, they they got a quote from one of the Pentagon officials, and uh, they said they have a vehicle obtained that was not made of this world on this earth and is not of this world. That's like a like a well, I'm paraphrasing probably because I'm not spit, spouting out verbatim, but it's a quote from a Pentagon official. They're basically saying we've got an alien aircraft. I'm like, uh, holy did Will Smith, fuck! Uh, use a parachute to take it down. I'm hoping if there's anything live, Will Smith punched it in the face and welcomed him to Earth, and screamed at it repeatedly. <laughs> Hell yeah! 
But this is mind-boggling. I mean, of all the people, are like, oh, they're hiding something. They're like, yeah, we got some shit. And I'm like, what? Could 2020 get any fucking weirder? That's it. Well, what's weird is that it's not a bigger story than it really is because everybody's still kind of, you know, distracted by other shit. But I'm like, what? We're like the Pentagon's admitting, hey, hey, we got an alien like craft of some kind. You know, I find fascinating like fucking... is the team in charge of this is under the Office of Naval Intelligence. That's that's interesting. You'd yes. think that, the, that the moment Space Force was announced, they'd be like, here you go. <laughs> But because, I mean, yeah, that yeah. was found, a lot of that stuff was found under stuff like, you know, Navy, Air Force, other things. So that's why they're probably, you know. It's known as the it, Unidentified it, it, Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Yes. This is interesting. They, they basically had the same program, and every time they're like, ah, now we, eh, nothing was found. We ended that program. They just renamed it <clears throat> and came up with funding from a different area. Yeah, just like how they soak all those pilots that see stuff and it's recorded on their boxes and then like decades later they come out and it's like, oh shit, that was leaked. <laughs> but now we gotta same, paint like, that the, person as a crazy person. But what's weird is, I mean, they've got the leaked videos and the, and the, and the military said, the Pentagon said, yeah, yeah, those are real. But those same descriptions, the same shit that they've been saying, yeah, it's real, now we have video, and they're going, yeah, it's real, are the same description we've had being reported since before the Wright brothers. So it's like, holy fuck. I hope that yeah, but... all this newfound information can kind of give us some additional perspective on, like, like the older stuff, like those bizarre statues that have been found that date back to the dawn of civilization that clearly don't represent anything of human form that look almost like space people and, and rocket ships. Yeah. yeah. I want to, yeah. that's I what I'm most fascinated been... about. It's like, well, well is what's the possibility? The ancient Egyptians, the Sumerians. Yes. It's been throughout even native American tribes had that shit. Yeah. Well, look at a lot of, uh, religious stuff for Christianity and Catholicism. <clears throat> A lot of those uh, pictures where they depict uh, these objects in the that sky. That all goes back to Sumer anyways. Right. Shooting down beams of light. I mean... Dude, I'm sorry. They talked to a burning bush. They were smoking the reefer. Who do you think introduced oh, yeah. the reefer? It was the little green men, foos. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to—I just want to see some information come out, and then we get a reboot oh, okay. of a South Park yeah. episode that's like, "Oh, it wasn't the angel Gabriel. It was a little green man in a skirt that came down and said, Here are the wonderful tablets.'" <laughs> if hey, have you ever you... read the book of uh, God on weed? <laughs> okay, so you you really think that it was the little green men, but there are little boys and girls around this world that smoked oregano. Okay, so and there's Hold on, we had little boys and girls around this world that ate Tide Pods. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So you're telling me that some guy didn't go, I wonder if I could smoke this and then smoked it. Well, to be honest, early man intelligence was scared by fire when it created it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they would. This 
Make me feel good. <laughs> I could have remember. Could have eaten this. There was shit. a whole island, and in, in the Roman Empire, that everything on the island was psychedelic because of the fungal infection of the island. So <laughs> I can't remember the name of the island off the top of my head right now, but yeah. Dude, if you say I Atlantis, mean, I'm going to get pissed. Actually, I think that's what prompted a lot of the uh, um, witch hunts and everything else. They, they think that uh, there was a type of fungus, like a uh, fungal infection, that got into like the wee and the stuff like that. So they were ingesting this hallucinogenic fungus, and they were seeing shit and thinking witchcraft and trying to fucking kill each other over it. It's actually a, a, a actual a real scientific theory. They actually found that the uh, that type of fungus can get into wheat, get baked into bread, and it does give hallucinations. That sounds like an amazing loophole to take advantage of right now. Do you want to give us your findings in about six to eight weeks? <laughs> you see, the, the scientists have this little link over here. <laughs> so, you, so you really think there's a little green man and our government's been hiding shit from us all this year, all this time? Do I think? I'm actually as surprised as everybody reading this, but I mean, I err on the side of caution. <laughs> And, I mean, I know there's got to be life out there because the probability of not being life is almost impossible. And they've already been over this in science, is that there's got to be some kind of life. It is, Whether it's it is exponentially enough, improbable that there exactly. is not other intelligent life. But what I found... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. It's, it, the, the, the equations actually show that it's improbable that there's not life. Now, intelligent life, there's a lot of factors that can lead up to intelligent life that can yes, reduce that. Yes, but the, it's However, still with the very, very high... With the vastness of space, I mean, the the probability that, we, I mean, with our current understanding of physics, we might be missing something. We don't believe you can break the speed of light. Still, it could take a very long time to get here. It's like, will anything really visit us? That's always been kind of like that. Are we that special and everything else? So I've never been one of that, oh, yeah, little green men are here. But if you're recovering a vehicle that's not of this world and not made of this world, that's pretty much admitting that, you know, you have something. And there's enough, like, weird ships, weird reports from military personnel. I mean, don't forget, Reagan had a run-in. I mean, you know, people that, you know, some scientists, astronauts, not just, like, run-of-the-mill conspiracy theorists have said some pretty interesting things. So it's in the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. And not to mention, you've got Tom DeLonge of Blink-182. Like, hey, Navy. No, 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 remember? This was was just a couple, this was a few years ago. Hey, Navy. Academy to the stars. Yeah, Yeah, he was like, hey, Navy, what about all the fighter pilot footage? And they're like, you mean this fighter pilot footage that shows unidentified flying objects? Yeah, we're aware of it. (laughs) But really, it's the guy that he works with that used to work at the Pentagon that I really take more faith into. Uh, Tom DeLong seems like he's always been a believer, just wants to justify it. So you always want to err on the side of caution. Yeah, but when However, he's pub- when he's calling much- out the Pentagon and Navy on social media and getting a positive response from them, it's it yes. takes a step back and it's like, whoa, he just did it, something very- that not that no average American could get done. <laughs> It's, it makes it very probable that there's the quote-unquote little green men, little gray men, whatever you want to say, but it's not in the realm of impossibilities. And the fact that the Pentagon is admitting it really does lead critics. Now, we have to wait and see what comes out of that. You know, Is it misinformation by the Pentagon? I mean, there's a lot to really find out, boil down, but the possibility is very much there. 
I mean, I'm not saying I, I'm jumping right to straight to Little Green Men, but it's pretty damn close to them saying we found Little Green Men. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, and I, excited, I've gone down those loopholes. Those, those rabbit holes are just so fascinating on this topic. By far the most interesting one, though, is the concept of that great filter that determines whether or not a civilization is ready to make legitimate contact with an, oh, with an intelligent great, oh. species. I thought you were saying by the great filter you meant like what can kill off species, which is one of the answers to the Fermi paradox. It's Sorry, both. Blue, you have something. It's both. Yep. Sorry, Blue, you, you were, like, waving around here. I'm sorry. We got it carried away. No, it's fine. I just want to know what Zyber... Zyber, do you think there's little green men? I prefer to say... Abstain. Because my views are... Yes, no, maybe. I want proof. Show me you're there. Personal proof. I want to get probed, damn it. Cyber, are you <laughs> hiding information from us right now? By the way, they're not green. They're hiding green, information? God damn it. I cannot confirm nor deny any allegations of having any uh, any information. About? Why do you think he has such a loose asshole? <laughs> He's been probed. That's IBS. <laughs> Ooh, it's a combination. What, IBS was developed by the Green Men. <laughs> but that's what he claims, but how do you think he got it? You know, it's all those probes. I mean, why do you think they do call it, it irritable? Like, it. something's got to irritate it. <laughs> when I fart, a satellite comes out of my ass. Did Elon Musk touch you? Oh my god, you guys didn't fucking pick up on a very old South Park reference. Oh no, I was about to say, you've got an anal probe. I did. <laughs> yeah, get it. You got nothing coming out of my, going into my ass. I don't watch a lot of South Park, so I'm so surprised I didn't pick up on that. But, personally, do I think there's a little green men? Mm, no. Specifically, no. Do I, I mean, alien. Okay, so extraterrestrial aliens. So just we don't misconstrue this with other types of aliens. So extraterrestrial aliens. Okay, so I yeah. want Geiger-esque aliens. Why? Why the fuck would you think that they've only come in contact with the government? I don't think that's why? necessarily true. We've got like, why, incidents why? of. Constantly reported through history of. If you talk about people, no, I'm talking like Roswell. I'm talking more of your traditional abductions where you've got too many people out there. More than you you would think, if this is less likely to be plausible, that right. are claiming well, they were the abducted. Of the Nazca lines. Roswell yeah. was a UFO. Roswell was not aliens. When that came out, they had explanations for it of course they did but here's the thing <laughs> ever since roswell i have heard story after story after story about someone who comes off to me as notice me senpai notice me world notice me someone who wants attention about aliens that's what it is. It is a However, bunch of people who want attention. Now, most of them, yes. Could there be intelligent life? 
yes. Would they send one, two, three people? Would they? I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Actually, you know what? You know what my my view is actually blue is that um, most people right want attention. They're full of shit. There's been a few that have been like studied. You know, like even like say given like say um, lie detector test. There's been a few abductions where even the government goes, "Damn, you this can might fool be those." You can. And if however, if however, psycho- some of the people that that did do that actually destroyed their lives over it. So it's really. Mm, now, but, why would why would an extraterrestrial civilization even look at us at all? Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Like, if my they, only idea for that is why would be would be minor scientific curiosity, like kind of how we might study a species of butterfly. That might be the real reason. If something exists, now I'm sure ETs exist somewhere. Now, whether or not there's technology, whether or not they can reach here, I'm saying statistic probability there probably is somewhere. Yeah, and now, then they, if they do, if they do have the technology, if it's possible, and they do visit us, I'd say more than likely it's just pretty much a, a scientific curiosity. We're not special. In fact, we're pretty fucking retarded. But <laughs> if anything, it'd be minor, minor scientific curiosity. We're a habitable planet that has a habitable, diverse set of species, and no one else in this solar system has that. And you think about the distance. How between... can you be so sure of that? Yeah, that's that's because based on what we Europa. Um, yeah, there's actually a few moons of like Saturn and Jupiter. I think they're actually they're really close to saying, you know what? We're gonna drill down under that ice. There's an ocean, liquid ocean. There maybe actually be complex life. Mm-hmm. We've already detected all the hallmarks in the water that spurted out of those geysers. So okay. that's just there's that. Okay, so yes. They could have complex life, but intelligent, civilized. No, not in those. Not not life. under an ocean. I think. Th- I think that's all arbitrary. Uh, that's very narrow of everybody saying that's not a possibility. I'm not saying it's we're, not a possibility. I'm only... saying that the distance. I'm saying I doubt it within our own solar system, like as far as the icy moons. And another fucking solar system is a huge amount of time to travel. And if um, a thousand light years is the closest one, which is about a thousand years with yes. if you're traveling at the speed of light. So, so you either have to have an entire like generation after generation living on a complex machine, or the speed of light sus- is not really uh, the why. Why are you going on the route of it being like us, biological life? It could I'm be. A- um, a thousand years life. could be five to whatever species this is. That's the thing we yeah, got to keep in be. mind. Is there so yes. much potential variation that our definitions of intelligence and complex life are also, arbitrary yes. at the end of the day to our personal experiences? D? I agree. Very much vintage. Very, very much. Um, I mean, we're, we're basing everything on carbon. Carbon life forms. Well, pretty much they've gone through and a lot of science, and silicate-based life is not as possible as they once thought. Uh, but in our also, circumstances, right? Even there in even even in circumstances where you take extreme conditions, whether it be extreme temperatures, pressures, silicates still they can fo- they can create more complex molecules, but not as much, not as far as carbon-based. They've actually done a lot of chemistry. So the silica-based life is pretty much looking like it maybe microbial, but is anything past that, the likelihood? 
No, but it, we're also looking at we're also looking at the speed of light as being like say for physics that's what we know. We can't go faster than the speed of light within the medium, but we're also they're starting to work on in the advanced um, propulsion systems. We might be able to bend space time just like the universe is expanding faster than the speed of light. We can ride the way faster. We can't travel faster. Yes, so, but the amount sorry. of energy that you need. Yes, the amount of energy to travel faster than the speed of light would be pretty much what? Like near infinite blue? Yeah. And yep. so you're talking about that. You would need exotic um, matter that we haven't discovered. Or I'll tell you, just look at yeah. just look at the Star Which, Trek movies. I recognize it's film, but like the newer ones, they do dive into what creates the warp drive. And it's the concept of not an object moving through space, but space moving around the object and that's that's, that's about, technology but, but that, that we cannot get matter to. you would have to have matter with a negative mass which we have not discovered yet it's an exotic matter that we only theorize could be possible but we've never discovered so that's but the we, one we pull in that proved, story we've done experiments with particle displacement and prove that particles can be in the same space and not the same space at the same time are you talking about quantum entanglement, where information can uh, travel Absolutely. seemingly faster than the speed of uh, light? But there's two theories. It's either information is traveling faster That's than the how speed you of light, event or we live in a universe that everything's predetermined, and we have no actual true. We think we do, but we have no actual freedom of will. So there's a couple of interesting theories behind that in quantum physics. All right. Can I say one thing? I want to wrap this up real quick. No, no, no. You're not allowed to say. <laughs> but anything. I have, I have one interesting thing I'd like to point out. Um, to Blue's point of why, why are these extraterrestrials typically going to governments and stuff like that? Why don't we see more interactions with laymen throughout the centuries? Well, part of that obviously is government secrecy, but at the end of the day, what I always have found most fascinating is there there are documents in the Library of Congress that show drafts and articles of in the peak of the Cold War during the denuclearization efforts by both the United States and Russia to come to some sort of agreement that show early drafts. And including an exact line from some of the documentation that was agreed on between the two nations, that that they need to be communicating over the concepts of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, potential extraterrestrials, because despite the fact that we had so much tension between these two nations, they didn't want to react with nuclear weaponry in the event that it was not the other country. The Freedom of Information Holy Act is, is definitely released some interesting things. On that matter, both, uh, actually, three major powers, us, the Russians, and the Chinese, have reported that there's been UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon, whatever, has gone over our nuclear facilities and shut off our nukes, and nobody knows who did it. Yes, that's fascinating. And, and there's also um, the fact that... Um, some of the capabilities of this has been far past what of our capabilities at the time were. I'm sorry, Blue, you're like aching to say something. You're like shitting your pants over there. Please, please add to the story here. Okay. So, John Brown Farmer, the government, and they managed to come across these people. 
and they managed to kidnap people, study people. I know I just talked away from the mic when I said study people. It. You get it, blue dramatic effect. It's. It comes off as a very odd behavior, a very clandestine behavior of a highly intelligent species making contact with another highly intelligent but less advanced species granted the fact that they have the highly intelligent species it's more I think developed. highly intelligent stretching but okay okay well, yeah, okay so when we define highly intelligence is dolphins don't make the things that we can make we have opposable thumbs we've managed to create and make things like I mean look I know blue I was I was joking blue I was making a bad joke about society but okay. yes so, opposable thumbs being able to build create go to yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. break out of our atmosphere exactly so we've managed to do some of that and they go Huh. Let me go probe the farmer. Let me go talk to the secret government. Like, it's just, it doesn't. Did I ever tell you my joke theory? It doesn't make sense to me that they would come and do that. And we have nothing. I mean, what do we have to fear? Stars. Star or Star Wars, what was it like Reagan put together? Yep. The like, concept have... of an interplanetary defense system against yep. specifically Russian weaponry that could subvert the atmosphere and cross over into ours again. And who says that I mean you th you you th you you talk about video games on this show. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. We have scenarios in video games where they go, "Oh shit, what if they find out the other country that we're just secretly invaded? Oh, we'll just play it off as something else." Who the fuck says that this shit isn't China saying that, "Oh, we didn't do that." playing it off as something else. Russia saying, oh, we didn't do that. Or the U.S. saying, oh, we know we didn't do that. The like, only problem with that... With we're the, not the with only the, superpower in this, in this fucking world. The only problem with that is when you take a look, when they actually uh, took... There's more, there's more footage. I mean, the Pentagon has gone over this. There's more footage than what they've released to the public, but they can't because of all the stats and everything. There's some technology that we use for, you know, seeing stuff and everything else they can't see. What they've said is this stuff is moving. The maneuvers it's doing is beyond our ability to understand physics. Like the speeds, how quickly they can change direction is against our current known laws of physics. Now, could it still be one of the superpowers if they made a breakthrough? Yes. But the one thing that military, that the Pentagon officials have admitted is that it's unlikely because that if somebody did have this technology, it's so far multitudes and leagues ahead of our what we have currently... That if somebody did, like one of our enemies, they would have dominated the planet by now. They would have said, yep, guess what? We fucking have it. Fucking sit down and beg for mercy. Pretty much if any of our enemies had it, we'd all be at their mercy right now because that technology is so far advanced from what we have. Well, and what the about abilities the violate black what holes. we... Exactly. The thing is, is that... So... All right. So it may be you, bullshit. It may be information. It may, it may be informa misinformation. It may be bullshit. We may have actually hit stuff like that. But it's kind of like, it just means that there's a possibility. I'm not saying, like, go ahead and believe this. I'm saying it's a possibility. 
Yes. It's in the realm of possibility. I didn't say I full-on take it's a... Where I, I, I'm saying it's interesting, it's shocking, and it's in the realm of possibilities. But I need to see hard evidence first. Yes. And you could look at it on the other side of the conspiracy theory that if you take current things like... So there's this whole... The government's at least 20 years ahead of us in technology as far as the secret stuff. That's pretty much been a... Yes. An average, which is rang true throughout history, throughout our you know current you know industrial history. Yes, but on top of that, is there was a conspiracy theory that when Twitter went down last Wednesday, mm-hmm. it was China after the fact that Donald Trump said "fuck you, China" for Hong Kong. Fuck anyone who's got Chinese assets. We're going to reach out and hold you by the throat. And it was some people speculated that it was China saying, knock, knock, motherfuckers. This is what we can do. Yep. Because when you have a president who talks about policy on Twitter... Yep. You, and and companies, we had an attack which I is, talked about this that, that killed the stock market terrible. several years ago. So this could be oh shit. They found out about us. So let's deny no 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 no. They found out about us. The the superpowers like they found out about us. Let's deny it because taking over militarily dominating is not always the name of the game. Sometimes it's information but warfare. But is this the same hack that happened to uh, Elon Musk, uh, Bill Gates, and everybody else? Yeah, the Bitcoin scam yeah. went on yep. for like an hour. There, like there, there's still investigation by by the United States into whether or not that was China or Russia. Those are the two biggest suspects in this because we've seen on numerous I there occasions. Was a Twitter- guy who was well employee, mid-level actor. somewhat so the the idea the running theory right now is is uh state actors whether they were from russia or china or affiliated with either of the governments regardless they were able to convince a mid-level employee of twitter's support staff to provide them either provide them with a, the tool that would allow for password and email resets or guided them towards doing the email and password resets um, through. We don't know whether or not it was financial gain, if financials or anything like that that convinced the employee to do so. But that is our understanding, and then that's shed light on the fact that Twitter has a tool with no fail safes, effectively that allows the resetting of email addresses and passwords linked to accounts on their site. With no additional oversight, where a single employee has the ability to do those things. Ooh, I'm gonna bring yeah. this around. I'm gonna bring this around even into the alien stuff. Ooh, ooh. Alien. What if? What if? This is a what if, guys. What if, like, say, because you know that with the information warfare, the hacking, China and Russia have really, and with the electronic warfare, I don't know if you guys keep up on military stuff. Hold on, D. Is it a what if, or wouldn't it be funny if? No, no, no. It's a what if. It's a what if. It's only That's what right. if. That's right. Watch, watch it. You better watch that what if, wouldn't it be funny bullshit. Right no, no, I'm not saying year. that. I'm not, I'm not saying that bullshit. Don't worry. I'm leaving the thing. No, just what if, hypothetically, because right now the Chinese and the Russians have been really good at, say, espionage. Um, hacking, 
electromagnetic warfare, what if, because they've been catching up, what if to scare them off we've said that we've found alien technology to scare the fuck out of them and say, look, we got a, tr- we, we, we got a trump card, we got an ace card. We've got alien oh, technology. Oh, so they're kind of wagging the dog on it. Exactly. What if they did that? Dude, we do have a trump card. It's our fucking president. <laughs> it's a chaos card. Hey, guys, what could happen? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, this week, I'm just talking about intelligence exams. Next week, I'm talking about the existence of aliens. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be the greatest show ever. <laughs> Whoever's writing 2020, get off the fucking drugs. Yeah, we're seriously, really, we're talking about this before the show. Are we going to see a return of the murder hornets? Or was that just like a one-time thing? Or honestly, are they attacking honestly, California well, and we have no idea right now? <laughs> I'm kind of pissed about the murder hornets. I think the murder hornets did not get a fair shake at fucking shit up. They did not get a fair turn. What the hell? It's, it's like it's like some of the shit you brought up in like Game of Thrones, and they're like, "Look at this huge, huge army!" Well, yeah, we're, we forgot about them. Yeah, it's like, like it's on, like guys. the it's like the girl and her brother who were just dragging Bran around for a season and a half. What happened to them? <laughs> they seemed like they were going to be a major impact. Yes, they died. I know they died, but everybody thought they were going to be some major impact, and then it's like, hold on. Brian never needed them. <laughs> All yeah. I needed was Holdor. And that was Brian's like a shiesty little for, fuck. Hold the door. <laughs> Did anyone get mad when they found out that's that's the whole reason why he says that? It's it's he had a stroke and it's hold the door. That's yeah. Right. That was that was the last that was sad, funny. understandable moment of the show. And then it was just kinda like, hold on. Who's really writing the season now? No, no, I, th- I think he really wrote it. I think he put it in there, and he's like, yeah, guess what, motherfuckers? Guess what I could do? Like, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I actually thought it was a very quality thing to do because it was a valid explanation, and obviously given the pseudo-time period this takes place in that doesn't have a, a firm grasp on, like, modern mental disabilities and the impacts of physical conditions Medicine, on the strokes, brain. head injuries, Exactly. I thought that was very fascinating that that's what ended up causing it. And it's not like this, it's not like Hodor was born with a mental deficiency. It just, an inappropriate turn of events left him with this, (laughs) this single phrase to just, the single Uh, word to describe everything. The whole events that transgressed to him make me think of a Stephen Lynch song. Yeah, Special Olympics. Uh, the one, uh, I can't remember the name of the song off the top of my head, but yeah, Special Ed, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I just want to hope at the end of the day that 2020 is very much played out like the movie The Ringer. It seems awful and horrible, and then about two-thirds through, we realize that whatever's going on actually isn't that bad, and there's a positive light to everything. (laughs) <laughs> okay so the, what really happened with hodor is the three-eyed raven went back and inappropriately touched him and he got connected to the future and it caused some sort of issues and so three-eyed raven's responsible for hodor's stroke yeah it's once again brand because he's a dick 
Well, I think that was what is that pre-brand being the Three Eyed Raven? Yes, it's, it's pre-brand. Yeah, that's his mentor. That's right. But they're all it's been connected. A while. I mean, who knows? All we know to, at the end of the day is who's got a greater story than Bran? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> God, that. The, the, the way the final season ended in that show was just kind of it was kind of a letdown the dark knight it's like okay guys that's cool great sure i get it white walker should have fucking won yes it's, it's like i thought they were gonna turn a whole lot of fucking people into white walkers but then it was just like that one big episode and then she kills her i'm just like aria so aria kills the king yeah. of the walkers Wow, what a anticlimactic! Is Arya even still alive? Is that even Arya, or is that the guy that keeps swapping faces? Okay, yeah, there's one thing yeah. to swap faces, and another thing to make yourself a tiny little girl. <laughs> Cut down your height by like three feet. <laughs> yeah, dude, he that that guy is like six two, and Arya is. Five two at most. Wait, it's so a fantasy novel. The okay, the only uh, okay. acceptable he, theory he, I will accept on the many-faced man who taught her is that potentially that was the uh, the swordsman trainer that she had when she was uh, she was there with her father in King's Landing. That's yeah, the only acceptable theory about him I will accept. Hey, that's true, but I but there was the other theories that that Arya didn't win. It was the girl. The other girl that killed Arya. So there was that. That I kind of believed if, if that wasn't Arya Stark. But I don't. I mean, we discover like the next few episodes. It, it clearly was Arya. Otherwise, she would not have had as much of an emotional impact to John and everything else. What about the whole theory that the uh, King of the White Walkers is actually Bran later in the future gone into the past? He can yeah, walk? walk? Hold yeah, on. Hold on. That's the not. biggest plot point is he can walk? <laughs> he's not the guy because they showed the creation. It, it was so weird. It was the, the first children or whatever created him. Right. Yeah. yeah. A different guy in the past altogether. Yeah. Yes. He's yes. related right. I know, to read the books too. Stark. Yeah. There was that whole theory going around. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, Bran can walk. Yeah, fuck no, he can't, kid. He can walk the whole time. Fall out like in a six-story tower and due to modern medicine in the Game of Thrones era, he can walk again. I, this was all a ploy. I knew he could walk. I knew he was just well, a lazy fuck. they have fuck. magic, so it's plausible. That's true. I think, well, Game of Thrones was Johnson less magic, more fantastical. Well, I mean, Neo, you can walk again. They, they did cure the dragon scale. But there was a cure for it, technically. There was. Yeah. That wasn't yeah, necessarily just... complete magic. And if I remember yeah, correctly, that was medicine. because um, because Sam had actually read up on the treatment for it and just happened to find himself in the same location as Jorah. Yeah, that, that, was, that was interesting. I feel like they were just like, all right, we got all these ideas, all these subplots, and... We could keep going down this rabbit hole and hope to, to tie this all together, but instead they're like, everything's diverging at Who's the most degrees. opposite two Let's, characters on, in the on. show? Let's, Let's put them in the same room. So they intersect. Do you want any sausage? Anybody? Sausage? Eh, fucking nice. Sausage, anyone? <laughs> yeah, sure. 
<laughs> what was the meme about the 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 commander of the uh the uh what was the name of that her army the the slave army what was her name uh, unsullied unsullied? The unsullied yes what was the meme about the unsullied and her um her because the guy that didn't have a dink so they what scissored and shit yes yes scissored with the top advisor <laughs> yes uh, that was weird I, that was weird that whole yeah. episode where apparently they were like off with like at a brothel made absolutely no fucking sense like hey that's the touch thing. the hole where my thing <laughs> used to be <laughs> like what right like every last one of the sullied has no genitals yeah which makes no sense whatsoever because you kill the testosterone at that point i believe right yeah and they should have been a less effective strong men they should have been a it's less like effective they, actually historically do you know what eunuchs are right they don't have testicles yes so and that's where the hormones produce but the off for some reason the uh side effect of being a eunuch is you actually get really big you actually, and they used to use them for guards, uh, in uh, to guard like royalty and everything else, because they couldn't really create illegitimate heirs, and you know, because they were eunuchs, so they actually got big and strong, which is ironic. Hmm. That is, because I, I thought that's how you we produced. The they uh, mastered HGH back then. Well, there's there's two productions of testosterone in the body. It's the pituitary gland and the testicles. And yep. I can point blank tell you, there is no way an army with men, with dickless and ballless men were more valorant and absolutely badass than good old Varus. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is it? There is a great scene where he's carried around his nutsack in a little bag. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's quality television right there, I'll tell you what. <laughs> He's got uh, incest, and, and, incest and testicle change bags. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can count on Game of Thrones for anything, it's three things. Flaccid, straight dicks, testicles in a bag, and sister and fucking. Those. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I really would have uh, loved about, Cersei. Uh, Ant fucking. Okay, that didn't come into play until the final season. I'm talking, I'm talking, tentpole topic of Game of Thrones. You've got the soft, the flaccid, straight man dick, the testicles in a bag, because there seems to be more eunuchs than royalty at some points, which is a really weird thing, and sister fucking. Those are the primary three weird things that are commonplace it almost seems. outside of jamie and uh cersei fuck. cersei uh cersei, cersei where's there more of the incest? it's the fact it was there... talked about constantly almost every episode you okay. couldn't get away from it yeah. it's not okay. like maybe about it's... beer constantly Does but it was a lot of jamie and cersei. it was a yeah, lot of was. first episode were... you've got it Eighth episode, you got it. You could name an episode, and there's a 75% chance it's got Jamie and Cersei together in some capacity. It's fine in Kentucky and Arkansas. It's fine for Game of Thrones. (laughs) Okay. Ironic part is that for a short period of time, I I did live in Arkansas, and the whole uh, incest thing is actually not a a stereotype. 
So, so the way Cersei dies is is good, but what really would have been satisfying is if her favorite child, her last favorite child, just goes up to her and says, "Mom, <laughs> fuck you." I don't think Tommen would do no, that. No, it would have been funny if she Tommen was out, could not uh, do looking that. over. <laughs> no, 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 no. If it was the girl's name, the the uh, the the one. Oh. Actually, you've married. got a good point. She was the most likely to do it. She was the one that was that was married off into the Dorn family. Yeah, yeah. So she, if she twisted his mind, which she was loving, caring, and all this other stuff, and she was trying to twist him a little bit in her direction for her own protection, twisted his mind in such a way that he would have been like, yeah, fuck, I'll go kill my mom. Her. Her. Yeah. Her. But I'd, come on, we can't that. expect that much because that was what season perfect. six or seven, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and that was know. also with the sand snakes, which was a very bizarre way to bring in something that was supposed to be canon but not mm. correctly performed. We'll see what the books turn out to be. But anyway, we're getting long in this episode. Uh, we've talked about Aliens, the Xbox showcase, and we managed to go into Game of Thrones somehow. But that's GNA Podcast for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Cyberblood, why don't you tell the lovely people where they can find you, sir? Well, you can find me on the GNA Discord, the Twitter feed for GNA at times. You can also find me on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's about it. I'm not streaming anymore until I get my rig finished, so that's that. Thank you, sir, and good luck on f- getting that rig finished at D for Microbrew Gamers. I just need to uh, get the OS, and I'm good. And that'll probably be in, like, a month. Alright. Hopefully sooner. Uh, D, where can you tell the lovely people to find you? Well, I'm going to be on a little UFO hovering around and uh, capturing up and snacking up uh, Zyber to give him an anal probe. Other than that, I'll be on my uh, website. I'll be lubed and waiting. It'll be a awesome. second, allegedly. It's a date. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> you can also find me on microbrewgamers.com, my website. You can find me on Twitter, uh, occasionally Twitch. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, YouTube, Microbrew Gamers with a Z instead of an S. Uh, so pretty much, and of course I've got my own Discord, but I'm usually haunting the GNA Discord to see if I can scar some people for life. Uh, the Daymok approach, I love it. <laughs> with a little less shit involved. And Vintage, why don't you tell the lovely people where they can find you, my good sir? Well, to be completely blunt with you guys, usually I would say don't because that's not appropriate for children. But uh, these days, I'm I'm lurking around the GNA Discord. I'm lurking around my Discord, um, and you can find me on Twitch at Twitch.tv/VintageDC. I'm live there once to three times a week, depending on how things go, uh, and potentially uh, on another podcast from time to time. I like to spread the love and spread the love back to you guys, of course. I do not like sexually transmitted disease. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Blue Shark 45 and you can find me at BlueShark45 on Twitch and Parlor. Uh, I haven't been doing much on Parlor. I really should do more about that. Um, What's Parlor? 
Parler is the last freedom of speech vestige, vestige on the internet. It's basically just a form of Twitter, except, you know, freedom of speech. Not Anything canceled. goes? Yeah, anything kind of goes. Sounds like fun. Yeah. It's America. Fuck yeah. Um, and higher character count. I think it's a thousand characters versus, what is it, 150? 250? I thought it was 250 now. The extent yeah. 250. That's right. Sorry. My bad. So yeah, a thousand characters versus 250 characters on Twitter. Um, but yeah, you can find me on there or you can find me on the GNA Discord. Um, gentlemen, this has been the worst show ever, and I regret inviting all of you. I'm kidding. Thank you all for coming by, and you all have a lovely evening. God damn it, we didn't try hard enough. <laughs> Just remember, alien abduction is like a proctologist and cheaper. <laughs> And don't forget to carry around your testicles in a bag because that's how we know you're a true main character until you're not. I still, I still have not told you my joke theory on UFOs. Yet needs to be said now. Yes, yes, an addendum. Yes, it does. Come on. All right, so say, say of course, you're, you know, military branch, you know, part of the government, right? You've been trying to make a secret, you know, vehicle, plane, or whatever, right? Well, you're going to be secretive. And that means your employees are probably going to be away from their family. They're going to be a hunker down, too. It's top, top. It's above top secret. They can't go around and talk, so you're all locked down in a lockdown facility. You're going to get bored as fuck. You don't want the public to see it's a top secret vehicle, so you're going to take it out on the countryside where there's rednecks and dipshits. You know, and, and people like me. <laughs> so, you're going to go out there cruise, and you might have a few doctors, too, because you need some medical staff to keep everybody healthy. So you're bored as fuck, so you decide to throw on the little alien mask? And somebody actually catches you, or sees you, and you go like, we're getting that one. So you bring them up, you all have your alien mask, the doctor needs to practice, he does a proctology exam, you just drop them off at a random spot because you think it's funnier now, and you leave, and next thing you know, you got them on that fucking, you know, 60 minutes. And there was missing time, and, and I think they shoved something up my ass. <laughs> and that's how you get abductions. Good night, everyone. Good night, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. GNA, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Stitcher, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a whole bunch of other places. If we aren't someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. You can also join our Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday of every month on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA Podcast. And join us every second Saturday of the month for Horror Movie Night hosted by Zyberblood. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our artwork and logo. Check him out at morganbs.com. And please email us at gnapodcast at one with all your questions, comments, or death threats. We would love to hear from you. And last but not least, please be sure to check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com.
God, what the fuck? No. No. Just no. I don't I don't think anybody's that much of an alcoholic on this show. 